It's now time for the Ned and Josh podcast. Look, this is not my idea of a good time. All right, strap in. Here we go. Welcome into another week of the Ned and Josh podcast. And this is the podcast recorded straight after our first ever YouTube live stream. So thank you for joining in on the chaos of that if you're a part of it. Go back and watch it. It's on our YouTube channel still. Um, I'm two tequila shots deep. Yes, it, it was a little bit of a shame. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not a shame. I'm just saying, I just want everyone to understand the level I'm coming at just this the way from. That, the way that the whole thing unfolded, you'll have to go and take a look at the YouTube, uh, YouTube stream for yourself. But yeah, it was just... It was luck of the draw that you've ended up in this position. Well, was it? Because the last one, and again, go and watch it. I offered you the, the tequila shot the last one, and you were like... Eh, no, I was trying to keep the game above board. I didn't want to try and rig the above game. Above yeah, well, yeah. Again, you didn't see them. You mm. didn't see how yellow the tequila one was and, the, and clear the, the water one was. So I should have shown you both and been like... It's really up to you. I think that it was better for the game that I took two, though. If you have no idea what we're talking about, the YouTube stream is the place to be right now. You can go and check it all out for yourself. Did we cry over the episode of Bluey entitled Cricket? Well, go and see for yourself. We're going to see uh, Blink-182 next month. Yes, we are. Um, Very, very very much looking forward to it. Um, We'll be an older crowd, though. Like you, you like you're aware of that. I, I would say not a lot of new fans of Blink have um, come out since they stopped being the trio that is touring now. Yeah, I think they've got probably multi generational fans, but even the younger of the multi generational probably in their twenties at the moment. That's exactly what I would say. <laughs> yeah. um, a person who has had to really be made aware of how old their audience is very recently is Madonna. Oh no, she was in New York City doing a gig very recently. She was meant to get on stage at eight pm. Mm-hmm. Got on stage at ten thirty. That's too PM. late. That's too yeah. late for a concert to so start. Two and a half, particularly Madonna concert. Yep. Yeah. So uh, two of her fans are suing her for that exact reason, no saying way. that they had to get up early for work the next day. Suing. So the show was meant to start at eight thirty, started at ten thirty, finished at one a.m., and they said that they were kind of stranded with no really way to get home in the middle of the night. Confronted with the limited public transportation, limited ride sharing, and or increased public slash private transportation costs. So they're suing Madonna. You know what the problem here is? Is Madonna's fan base have grown up with Madonna and they'd all now be at the upper echelon of their careers. Like they're corporate movers and shakers and these people need to get to work. They need to be at their jobs. 100%. And I also think that, look, you of course there's younger fans of Material Girl. For sure. And like a virgin. And she has... Timeless bangers. There are also CEOs in that crowd who need to get to work. I would say not a lot of the like fans of four songs of Madonna's mm-hmm. are probably going to Madonna's shows. So I would say the diehard fans of Madonna have been there since the beginning. You got to understand who you're playing to. Madonna. I'm certainly not saying, and this is I'm not going to get ageist here, and I'm not saying that this is you know what ACDC need to start doing mm. or anything like that, or your older acts. But there's there's no need for an early bird special. There's no need for the concert to start at five thirty. No, but there's also no acceptable reason for it to start at ten thirty. Ten thirty is way <laughs> no, too late. That's too late. Honestly, the time she picked was perfect. Eight thirty. That would be great. That's it. I could even <laughs> probably say they'd love it to be maybe seven thirty. But eight thirty <laughs> is definitely fine. Ten thirty. Unacceptable. 7.30 beat the rush. Yeah, it's yeah. easy. It's that easy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty aware that I um, spoke about it too much on this podcast. I'll say I abused my powers as podcast co-host um, and really talked about my friends coming and staying with me. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. We're much. now into the next week of this. Well, And they're gone. They're gone. They're gone. They're gone. They're gone. They're gone. But 
every single time I brought this up, it's me being te- like telling a story about how I want him to clean my carpets or okay. like yeah. I'm not excited for him to come for this reason. Well, he was or- a carpet cleaner in Adelaide, so this he's seen why- a thing or two. This he- is why I yeah, wanted him yeah. to do mm-hmm. it, but he very much was like, no, I'm not doing that. That's a previous life. I'm not going back. Right, 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 right. Instead I of- imagine it is traumatic. So I- <laughs> Uh, the things he's told me that he's cleaned out of carpets yeah. would truly astound you. And also, more than that, probably the rude people that he's had to deal with. Oh, no. Imagine no you, as a person who knows everything about cleaning carpets, comes around and you're like, that stain's not coming out. That's paint and carpet. And you go to them, hey, um, this is paint and carpet. It's not going to come out. And they go, just try your best. Yeah. And then you do it. And they go, why the hell is this paint I can't this relate carpet? because we have a carpet cleaner. He's come over to the house um, once or twice before. He's the nicest guy. And he has to he clean talks dog about, poo. Yeah, he does. He yeah, cleans yeah, downstairs yeah. where the dogs live. <laughs> yeah. And he's always like, let's try a different fragrance this time. And they, yeah. he's just the nicest guy. You've told me about this guy. And he does seem very, very friendly and also willing to give you a but choice He doesn't work fragrance. in Adelaide. So fair enough. <laughs> got a lot less on his plate. Now, Ned, your friend Jamie has been here. He's gone. He's left. And so instead of coming back to this podcast going, oh, here's another story, I decided to ask my friend Jamie for a review on his stay here oh. on my apartment, on really anything. A bit of Airbnb action. He Airbnb. can actually give the review. If I was on Google reviews, this is what he would have lodged instead of sending this. What did he say? Don't know. I've not opened it. I've not played it. I don't know what's going oh, on. it's audio. It's audio. It's an oh, audio this review. Even, this is even better. I've saved it for the podcast. I've not listened to it. I've sent it to you. You'll just click on it. I'm sort of worried. Have you listened to it a little no, bit? No, I haven't listened to it at well, all. I didn't even know it was. that's what this attachment was. Massive parts of this might have to be edited out. Well, but, we'll find out. But we'll find out together in Jamie's review of my apartment. Hey, so this is Jamie. Um, so just giving an update. I know Ned uh, was really worried about me coming over um, and, you know, seeing the state of the carpets was what he mentioned because I had cleaned carpets in the past in Adelaide. In Adelaide, remember? Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm just giving an update to, to suggest that, you know, cleanliness, 9 out of 10. Um, really didn't notice the carpets at all. And I think the reason for that may have been because... Um, he's just got so many trinkets everywhere. You can't even see the ground. It's just like, here's a statue of Goku. Here's a limited edition Pokemon card. Here's Lenny's 50 toys. So honestly, um, a good experience, uh, and I would recommend it to anyone. So if you want to stay at Ned's house, just let me know and I'll link you up, um, to any of the viewers listening to this. So be honest, the review fell off the wagon a little bit towards the end, well, viewers, culminating in viewers being what he called our listeners of yeah. the podcast. But anyway, also, I'd like to immediately rescind the offer to stay at my house. That's no, not, I'd, I'd that's like not to, an offer. I'd like to implore people to not <laughs> no. take Jamie up on that yeah. offer. That sounds awful. And, and I think he said, what do you say? You'd recommend it to anyone? What about people who are straight up allergic to dogs? Yeah, it's not Because he also mentions the 50 toys of Lenny's that are everywhere. I guess I am a fantastic dog dad. I guess that's all that can be really read from that. But uh, clean shit up. That's what can be read from that. <laughs> You let your staffy tear everything apart and then just leave it everywhere. Well, I assume he'll eat it after he tears it apart. So, like, I'm assuming <laughs> yeah. if, he, if he tears up a plastic toy, he'll also consume all of the Doubling plastic. down on even the worst dog dad part. I, Excuse you. So, straight up, what's great about that? Nine out of ten for cleanliness. That's and that's great. very impressive. That's way Let's better ignore than I expected. Everything else. Yeah. <laughs> everything else ignored. We have Michael here. 
Hello. Hello, Hello Michael. Hi, hi. Thank you very much for your work last night with the first ever Ned and Josh live stream, which you can go and check out on a YouTube right now. You're essentially uh, the director. You were yeah. director, Michael. I was director. I was camera operator. I was a lot of different Let's things. not get carried away. I set the cameras up. You were a director. I changed the camera <laughs> angles. Oh, That's well, true. okay. So yeah, I enough. operated said cameras. So therefore, <laughs> camera Operator, thank you, Joshua. <laughs> I will say to take you down a peg and to not reveal oh, anything yeah, to, that's on the YouTube channel. Also, got both composure exposures incorrect. Yeah, which yeah. Mm-hmm. I, ju- I was actually just more disappointed in how um, and how clearly well Ned does handle his alcohol. That's mm, upsetting yeah, to hear, but it's a little bit troubling. Something that was quite upsetting to me was something that I heard on Thursday. So that was the last time that we were together recording a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we were going down in the lift together, all three of us. Now, I went to Sydney on the weekend with Carrie and the boys to go to the beach. So, I was actually away for most of the weekend. I knew I was about to leave for a little while. Which makes the statement that you made even more infuriating. No, it's delightful. And it makes way more sense because of the comment you just made. I'm glad you actually made that because it backs me up in exactly yeah. what I'm going to say. Um I know what this is because I straight up told you to get your phone out and press record. Exactly right. I don't want to preface any of this. I think we just play it and then we No, just... I think you're going to have to explain okay. why this matters. Okay, like, okay. So, yeah. uh, for many a week for me, but mm-hmm. certainly... My- well, maybe even many a month, but for mm-hmm. weeks, Michael and I have said to Josh, you need to sit down and watch Saltburn. Saltburn. Yeah. It's, it's the thing that's going... Nuts over the uh, over the internet at the moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. over the internet. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yep. Anyway, only one hundred thirty <laughs> here, guys. Certainly, certainly sounds yeah. certainly sounds like a man who just directed a live stream. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're eighteen, and did listen that live to this? stream go over the internet as well, <laughs> <Yeah>. Michael? <laughs> Michael thought we were broadcasting straight to, to television. It's like, God, Channel 10 agreed to this? Yeah, so wow, hey, yeah. God, this is a lot of responsibility. I've never done this before. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out, not so much. It was just the 60 people. Um, but, Michael, <laughs> we've been on this... Because yeah. I know I know Josh better than anyone, and I know that he would love this movie, and so I've yes. been for ages being like, you need to watch it. Even when we were doing the Holly Potties, even... Mm-hmm. Like, you were just, saying Saltburn. I'm like, you yeah. need to watch Saltburn, because that's around the time I watched it. Yeah. Cut to Thursday. Mm-hmm. As I By said, the way, everybody who's listened to this podcast recently will know too, Ned, we talked about you wanting my mov- movie suggestions. You wanted yeah. movie suggestions. And I said the only reason Ned ever suggests movies is because he wants to talk about the movie with someone else. Which is exactly what you should suggest movies. Because also, by the way, if I was being ignorant... It would have been Back to the Future, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like but Saltburn. N- yeah, The Nightmare Before Christmas. But Saltburn, I was like, I need you to watch it. It's a conversation Just- starter. Exactly right. Before you got out of the lift, by the way, not going to see each other for like two full days, yeah. And I've been asking Josh for months at this point to please watch this movie so we can all talk about it together. Because Michael and I have been having lovely conversations about it. Amazing conversations about it. I haven't heard this audio, but what I love about it is how much you didn't see it coming. We got in the lift and I asked you to press record on your voice memos. Here we go. Here's what I heard. (laughs) Have a listen. So we're going to go our separate ways now for like two days. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Just waiting to leave the lift. Okay. Just wanted to say thank you for everything, guys. It's been lovely. And I watched Saltburn last night. Wow. Yeah, Michael, chase him down. Beat his ass, Michael. (laughs) 
<laughs> Did you beat his ass, Michael? That was a direct. That was, was an order. That was sounded a request. Like, yeah, sounded like an order. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. I did oh, ask qualifying questions you immediately. Were like, really? Did you? And I was like, no, nah, not talking about it. Bye. Wow. Got in the car, drove to Sydney. I didn't know that that <laughs> part <laughs> happened. That was hurtful. That's that was, even more. He hurtful. wouldn't engage with me even for <laughs> even for the thirty second walk from nah, the lift to do nah. his car that we have to walk past this at the same point yeah. in order for me to go as well. He still would not. Engage with me about Sol, but not right. one question I was able to ask. Nothing, boys. Let's. What do you think? Let's talk about it now. What do you think? Oh no, wait. Sorry, I got to go. No, oh, you really is, don't. No, 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 you no, don't. You really don't. <laughs> Trust me. If you leave, I'm changing the locks on your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've talked about it um, very briefly and in jest a little bit here on the podcast before, but we've I'm talking gonna... about most things in jest. In by jest. the way, <laughs> yeah. um, most I... things come from in jest. Really am excited because this is the first year I've been able to be very, very openly enthusiastic about the Triple J Hottest 100. And if voting closes today, if you're listening to this, and that is, I got an email about it. The Triple J announcers have been saying it constantly. Mm. I have not lodged a vote. Not lodged a single vote. Why? Just because I don't don't participate. Why? Because I think it's the ultimate Triple J thing to do. What if I just don't take part? It's like, don't a, it's like a counterculture thing. I, I, well, is I it? enjoy it. I get to listen to it on the day and I get to have my predictions as to what yeah. it's going to be, but I get to be slightly smug about not having taken part in it at all. But why? Smug to who? Because to me, I don't care. Other people? To, well, yeah, which people? Other people listening? <laughs> you are. I think this is have, what it's all about. Your answers are too quick, which no. makes, me th- makes me think you've thought of this for a while. Yeah, I have. <laughs> I absolutely have. Again, your answers are too quick. I I wouldn't say that when we got told we were no longer going to be working in commercial radio, my first thought wasn't, geez, I get to now stick it to Triple J fans in a way I never have been able to publicly before. Can't wait to lodge this. Yeah, I'm really (laughs) just going to send this when it comes into Hottest 100 time. But yeah, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to cook a barbecue. I'm going to go for a swim. And I'm going to gloat about the fact that I'm not phased about how anything falls because I didn't vote. But... Like, what? Okay, so other than... I'm so proud of myself. Yeah, I was going to say, and I really don't know what for, but uh, other than Green Day, who's your favourite band of all time? My favourite band of all time? Mm. That's none of your business. Yeah, but... Cause I, okay. And you wouldn't know them anyway, because it's also... I'm pretty indie, and... Yeah, tell me my thoughts are What are their names? <laughs> Go on. Say, say anything. <laughs> Name any indie band. You know. <laughs> what an easy checkmate that was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> so you're talking about the band with the most YouTube views yeah, of yeah. any band ever. Good. Okay. <laughs> I just one of my favorite things. One of my absolute favorite things because I've been working in commercial radio since I was 16. It's yeah. my first year that I've been aware of the Hottest 100, and I've not actually really cared about oh, as an adult defending commercial radio in the face of the Hottest 100. It is, and I'll be honest, Mm. I do agree with every Triple J fan that's ever said to me, you guys just sit around and listen to what the Hottest 100 are and then play those songs for 12 months. Yep. I agree. Yeah, no, we do. That's all we do. That's all we've ever done. It's not we anymore, mate. (laughs) (laughs) It's them. (laughs) I have a very, very, very confusing story that leads to an even more confusing question. Okay. To you, okay? I'm ready? ready to be confused. Okay. Um... Uh, but then also curious and answer questions. So bring it on. Eileen McGrath or McGrath. Mm-hmm. What do you say when it's like MC McGrath? McGrath. Okay. Yeah. Eileen McGrath, 85. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, she used to be a teacher. Um, good on her. 
congratulations to you, Eileen. But we did actually give a big shout out to anybody who had crossed either of our paths academically yeah. Yeah, um, on last week's enough. podcast. Teachers are the lifeblood of planet Earth. I think Eileen is from the UK, so okay. not crossed our paths. But um, Eileen's also at eighty five, very much retired. She mm-hmm. used to be a teacher. Um, she's been rec- uh, getting pension from the teacher's pension, I don't know, administration or whatever. She's been getting that. Did for you just a- invent a body that gives out pensions well, to no, teachers? It says. Did you read that or did you just invent it? It says Eileen McGrath, eighty-five, who was relying on income from the teacher's pension. So. And you added association. Yeah, I added association. Yeah. yeah, correct. What about yeah. a bit of a proprietary <laughs> limited? Do you want to well, add mean, that on the end there too? These are all nothing words. All the things you're saying to me could <laughs> essentially be what has been said. Exemplary and in plenty potentiary uh, propriety limited. Um, so she's been ca- uh, claiming these. I don't know this pension for a while. Mm-hmm. Four days before Christmas, they cancelled it. They're like, no. that's rough. It's pretty not great to be left without an income. Four um, days just before, before Christmas. Yeah. Well, any time really before fairness, Christmas. You've done your shopping. Yeah. yeah. I, four days before <laughs> Christmas, you've either figured it that's out a, or you weren't going to yeah, figure it out. That's a harsh thing to say, but you've done your shopping. Exactly right. I'd say a month out from Christmas is um, probably the worst thing you could do. But mm. um, what's happened to Miss McGrath is that the reason her pension has stopped is because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Would you like to guess? <sighs> <laughs> It's what you think. What is it? Not only do they not think that she is, but they refuse to believe that she is not dead. <laughs> okay. All right. So they've they've decided that she's gone and they've cancelled the pension and she's, what, still very much alive? Four days before Christmas, oh, Ma- no. Miss McGrath, or oh, sorry, sorry, yeah, Mrs. McGrath discovered that her pension had not been paid. Despite a further call to the teacher's, uh, teacher's pension, the widow's pension uh, payment she'd also received from the scheme was also stopped. Oh, so she's no. not even getting either. She's not yeah, getting she's widowers been... or... So they've actually classed her as dead. They've fully yeah, classed her as awful. dead. She sent a... Mess an email or a letter to them going, "Hey, I'm very much alive." From beyond the grave, they don't believe it. They they think someone's what? trying to claim her pension for her after she's died. So, what proof do they have that that's cooked? I don't. This is what I mean. I don't know. Aww. She's she's saying that that like they've said that there's no indication that she's writing these alive. <laughs> so someone's obviously sending these. Someone's letters. very very into the dark arts. They believe that yeah. a seance is possible, and they and they fill out government paperwork they from can, beyond the they grave. They can write letters yeah. for you. My question that leads after this, because of of course, poor Eileen, and I'm sure this will all get cleared up because I'm. I'm seeing a photo of her and I've also written this article about her so I think she's alive how would you prove to people of without like yeah without going and seeing them how would you prove to me if I thought you were dead how would you prove to me that you're alive I'd tell you something that only you knew but that's too easy how would I prove it to a stranger I have no okay, idea yeah, like yeah, I have yeah. no idea okay let's say yeah like some government head needs to know you're alive how do you prove it I feel like the hostage negotiate or the hostage things pretty good like hold up uh, today's, today's newspaper, newspaper. yeah like mm-hmm. here i am with today's newspaper i couldn't have gotten it without it i think i think the thing that i would do if i was i'd actually reverse engineer this because i would be upset to know that this had happened if i worked <laughs> at the at the place where they do the pen well the, yeah. the association proprietary limited as, as you would say have we um, as we've dubbed it yeah i would be upset that we're doing this to Miss McGrath. So yeah, what I would, lean. so whoever is in charge, say his name's Stevens or something, mm. I'd go over there and I'd go, "You really think this woman's no longer with us, Stevens?" And be like, "Oh, I'm sh- I'm certain of it. In fact, I've cut off the pension. I've cancelled it all. She's sending letters, but I'm convinced it's done." And I'd be like, "All right then, 
Mm. Well, if you're convinced that you're talking to somebody who's in, an imposter, address the next letter, ooh, ah, Miss McGrath, as the, as the hello. Put your money where your mouth is, Stevens. If you think she's actually gone, ooh, ah, Miss McGrath, we won't be having any of this. I think this is... I think... Well, actually, I think she's British, so she probably might know who Glenn McGrath is. <laughs> Ironically, <laughs> I was going to tell you apart and be like, she's American. How would she ever know about this? She's but British. Yep. She's British. Yep. She might very well go. What an insult to, mes- uh, to mention an Australian cricketer <laughs> on top of all of this. She remembers the first Ashes, probably. She might come down to the offices and go, oh, you think I've done a live, eh? Do you? <laughs> I don't think I've mentioned on this podcast that I am a godfather. You are a godfather. We've mentioned it on the radio show, correct, but never on the podcast. No, and I have. One or two beautiful goddaughters. Yeah. Now I say the, one or the, the second one. You've never actually been officially confirmed to be the godfather. You've just assumed. I went to a ceremony for the first one. Yeah. And then I wasn't asked back for the second <laughs> one. But there's been comments that lead me to believe that I will assume responsibilities deal. of the godfather. <laughs> well, because the only other person, other the only other person, was up for um, contention. Was um, my friend's brother Chris? He was yep, going to. He's already an uncle. He doesn't a- need to be the godfather as well. And I kept suggesting make it be Chris, and she was like, "Well, he's they're already going to be. He's got a title. He's going to be. They're mm-hmm. going to be his nieces, so they don't need a godfather from him. That we would love it to be for you, but never went to a ceremony for yep, that so one. So you've technically so. got one. We're not sure about the other. <laughs> Very good. The one that is definitely locked in. Her name is Aaliyah, and I love it so much. She's the cutest little kid I've ever seen. Um, and I love getting like little videos about her life because mm-hmm. she's at that very crucial time in her life where she can talk, but she doesn't really know what she's talking about. Yeah, great. Some would say that that, for a lot of people, continues on in, well into adult life. People yeah. who listen to this podcast and are familiar with a guy named Ned. Yeah, I was going to say, stop looking at this, me, you this, scumbag. This, absolutely. <laughs> this phenomenon continues. Just because I can see your eyes piercing <laughs> through me doesn't mean anyone else can, and I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Aaliyah is, um, she's at an adorable age where she's just sort of saying things on her mind. And I got a Snapchat the other day from her mum, Sarah, that I saved because of how adorable it is, but also I think how true it is to just being a person, being oh, a okay. human being. While she's obviously having a very childlike experience of like, I don't know, being sentient or whatever. What she's described is what I still deal with on a daily basis. Okay. I feel like I should just play you, without setting it up too much, I feel like I should just play you her unedited thoughts and we'll just talk about how real I think they are were after this. Something means happening to my voice and my head. What's the voice in your head saying? Uh, I don't know. I say, that's why, I, that's why it's like, I want more food. Oh, you're hangry. Yeah, that's why my, that's why my, had the same more food. Mm. That's why. Okay. I love her so, so much. Like, okay. Okay. Because <laughs> while I find this adorable, I also don't live with her. Yeah. So <laughs> I'd okay. imagine if this was the conversations you were having to deal with twenty four seven, you'd be like, "Yeah, mate, don't know what to tell you." That I is guess adorable. It's That's so cute. straight up adorable. Hearing that warmed my heart. It also made me think, "Oh wow, I have the brain of a three year old." Because, mm. I mean. I could probably articulate it better than my brain goes, and that means that I'm still hungry. Yeah, but at the end of the day, that is what happens. I could <laughs> I could articulate it better, 
it's what happens. My brain does go, I would, and I, would, I go, I would, God, I'm hungry. argue that Aaliyah's articulating it better than I could. And the reason she's doing that is because she's doing it so efficiently. Yeah, like She's yeah. like, means I'm hungry. Yeah, exactly. I'd go, excuse me, I don't think I've had quite enough food. That's so much easier than that. Imagine trying to identify in your brain the feeling that you get whilst you're like, Ugh, I haven't had enough food, but I did eat. What's going on? Describing it as... Is maybe the perfect way to do it. Like, my brain's still... Yeah. And that means I know I'm still hungry. I don't want to be childish, but... Usually means I've had too much to eat. <laughs> How have you managed to come out of this worse than a Leo? Who is, by the way, for all those playing at home, three. Easily. <laughs> Somewhat distressing news for this morning. Do we I know. need to be distressed for a Monday? I'll say... Promise you this won't affect anyone that's listening at all oh, well, in any good. single way. But also, how how much of a shutdown was that by me? I know, like, right? Like, yeah. Do we need this? You're well, like, you I know get, what? You're yeah. right. Move on to the next one. Play the silly sound effect. Let's just get into the next thing. God, how quickly it's like. Hey, look, I've got a sad story. Do we need it? All right, next thing. No, we're sticking with this. Okay, so distressing news. Distressing news. Also very confusing news. I feel like this should probably be more suited for a true crime podcast. Okay. Well, that's repeatedly, as we've had to state to every podcast directory, no true crime mentioned on this show. Until now. Oof. Okay, now. This now is a, hopefully, our listenership's going to go up heaps now. This is... A, yeah, well, I guess we'll we'll directly be able to tell those people how well a true crime podcast goes. Mm. Or should I, I feel like they always are way more serious than I'm about to be. Okay, ready? <clears throat> this crime comes from the world of Guinness... Don't sound like someone who commits crimes. Records. I don't know why that sounded so creepy. <laughs> The people who host true crime podcasts aren't committing crimes. They're talking about other crimes. Today, this crime comes from the world of Guinness World Records. It's a crime against doing an American accent. Nah, That's what I that think was. that was spot yeah, on, to be honest. true crime against Anyway, that. I've said it twice now, but I'll say it one more time as myself. There, this crime has happened in the Guinness Book of World Records, okay? Let me introduce you to Bobby. B-O-B-I. Bobby. Is the oldest dog ever. Oh. It's incredible. Is yeah. Bobby still alive? Bobby's dead. Okay. Okay. Uh, Bobby died in October. Crime, yeah, wow. The yes. true crime started. Here comes the twist, everyone. Nothing happened to this dog. He died of natural age. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. He just died because he was old. He lived to 31 years and 163 days. Wow. Or 217 wow. human years. That's amazing. He was so old, so old that he died. Thirty-one. He was very, he's very old. old. Me, I know. Can you believe that a dog that was born when you were born yeah. would have nearly lived to as old as you did are right now? Did he look like a goblin? Did he, he did look it. like? Did he look like a zombie dog? Would you like me to show you a photo yeah, of show Bobby? Me a photo of photo, Bobby. Uh, Bobby looks adorable. Let's see if I can give you an age. Oh, I'd say Bobby's sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Sp- double that. A spring sixteen, wow. and he's double that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so dies in October. On October 21st, 2023. Rest in peace to a legend. You were a real one, Bobby. This story, after he dies and everyone goes, well, that's officially it. He, he capped it at 31 years yep. and 163 days. People started sharing this story around, going, can you believe this dog? Oh, my God, this is incredible. Rada, 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 rada. Um, Bobby was a Portuguese Mastiff. Mm. Veterinarians started going, huh, so much so that actual veterinarians started contacting newspapers going, 
I've spoken to every single one of my veterinarian colleagues. Not one of them believes that Bobby could have been 31 years old. For the Guinness Book of World Records to maintain their credibility and authority in the eyes of the veterinary profession, which I don't know if is a massive thing that they're worried about. Mm, Yeah. They really Such need a specific to publish. thing that Guinness are trying to do. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, they kind of go for everyone. It's sort of Guinness's deal. Yeah. They're trying to appeal to everyone. Every That's record. why they're all yeah. in there. That's why stuff like the world's oldest dog's in there. Um, they will need to publish some irrefutable... Irrefutable? Irref- whoa. Irrefutable? irrefutable? That was it. Irrefutable. Irrefutable, irrefutable David. Yeah. It really took my brain a couple of runs of it. irrefutably it that you got there in the end. <laughs> yeah. um, they need some evidence to see that he's 31. How do they give, how do they do that? Because it's not like a tree you can't cut into the rings. He's also been yeah. dead for a while yeah. as well, so they can't really even like. I think he's even been like cremated or whatever. Um, the investigation is ongoing, but they are saying that no Portuguese mastiff has ever lived anywhere close to this. You know what the greatest thing here is? Guinness next year have a new record, and that is the most pointless investigation that's ever <laughs> happened. Most time wasted that's by what, humans. That's what I think. Yeah. Just Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Let him have it. Why are you trying to take this from a dead dog? Bit of a change of pod right now. It's like a change of pace, but for the podcast. No, I got no, it. No, it didn't Again. work. Yeah, no, no I got it. Uh, Most things just assume I get and just haven't laughed at. Look, we're considering doing a couple of offshoot podcasts where we have more in-depth chats with people, and I mm. think this is a good case for why we should be doing this, because this next chat that we want to share with you is actually pretty interesting. It's uh, with Nick Tyrrell, who's the founder of GoBoat, obviously came on board to sponsor the show, which we're incredibly grateful for, but yeah. the story of how GoBoat came to be is actually super fascinating, and we sat down with Nick for a bit of a chat uh we're joined right now with I'll, I'll put a different thing on the beginning of this we're joined right now by nick hey nick how are you good boys how are you very you, well mate. thank you lovely mate. to be having a chat to you now i'm sure everybody who lives in canberra has seen the go boats out on the lake it, it, they're all very much uh, visible out there at all times but maybe they don't know a lot about you the story of how go boat came about so i wanted to ask the first question what the hell made you sponsor our podcast <laughs> <laughs> I was, what a question to ask. Yeah. And this all comes tumbling down. Yeah. You know what? Good question, boys. Forget it, the rest of it. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, we have reconsidered. So oh, is, is now a good time? Oh, or you gotta- <laughs> no, no. I think uh, it's, look, there were echoes of what, what I went through uh, starting the starting this in Canberra, what, six years ago? Yeah. Actually, ironically, I've found out today pretty much when you guys arrived. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> k- kicking it off, you know, and, and sort of going from having a stable job and all that kind of stuff to doing something people thought was a bit crazy and, yeah. and renting out some some boats on the lake. Yeah. And I thought, you know, when, when I sort of heard heard what happened to you guys and listened to the radio and all that kind of stuff, I thought, you know, th- these guys are giving it a go with the when you when you when you hit the ground with your podcast, and I thought. I remember what that was like. It's yeah. taking a big yeah, punt. It's taking a big so risk, and yeah. I thought someone's got to get behind these guys and give them that um, give them that push to let them know that it's you know the community's behind them. And I think we've we've really felt the benefit of that in Canberra. Uh, the, the community really gets behind us, I think, and they've yeah. been really supportive of us. And yeah. I wanted to be part of that, showing you guys that the community was was behind you guys as well. Oh man, it's it did, so lovely. Yeah, it did genuinely like bolster our spirits so much as well. When we got that email, we we're yeah. like, oh my god, this is this could be a thing that might work. Because well, we were yeah. worried as well because. We wanted to obviously make this like what we were doing going forward, but without any sort of official backing, it did really feel like a hey, passion hey, project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. look, yeah. it's 
for it's free for you guys. It's also free for us. So let's just <laughs> see if you enjoy it. But having well, the credibility of you guys on board was actually incredible for us. Well, I'm I'm glad that we've been able to make a difference, and I, and I hear that there's some other sponsors lined yes. up for you guys yes. that are, are getting on board as well. Excuse the pun, but yep. um, I, I hope that, that <laughs> no, no one else will be getting this treatment yeah, as well. Yeah. 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 This really lends itself to a lot of puns. puns yeah. yeah, if you've got a pun-based business, we're happy to talk to you. That's what we'd love. Oh, that's very very exciting. Oh, oh very yeah. beautiful. I see work. you've got a list in yeah. front of you. <laughs> How many more of these have you got? Oh, I'll be honest; these are all off the dome for Nick. This is very impressive. Now, so, can I ask a quick question though? Because this. As you said, you, you had to buy up the boats initially. It's a huge capital investment. What what was the thing that made you go from your previous role? Um, you're working for an industry body and you went, I'm going to put boats on that lake and people are going to pay me to go and have like a, an experience out on Lake Burley Griffin. How did you come to that? Well, I, I moved down here from Sydney sort of mid oh, well, 2015 uh, yeah. kind of thing. And I was always surprised as, as someone who'd sort of been around Sydney a bit and there's always activity on the water in Sydney yeah. and and I used to drive over the Kings Avenue Bridge pretty much every day and I would look out and I think gee why is there nothing on this lake yeah. you know the whole city's built around this lake and there's yeah. very rarely anything on it and I remember being at some some event and I said to someone from from the government I was sort of you know what's what's the deal yeah and it's based, basically the answer was well it's always been that way yeah. and and I thought to myself that's a bit like a red rag to a bull you know yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> no one's ever tried it. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. no yeah. e- literally, no one's ever asked me what you're asking me right now. So <laughs> do whatever you want. And I, I mean, I was on holidays overseas, and I'm, I'd never, I never grew up with boats. I, I, you know, sort of lower, lower middle class family. We didn't, yeah. we didn't have access to that kind of. Didn't yeah. have any friends with boats and and that kind of thing. So for me, um, experiencing boating when I was on a holiday overseas and electric boating at that mm. um, in Scandinavia, it was it was like I came back and and it was all. I could talk about to anyone. I was yeah. like, that was the highlight yeah. of my trip. You know, someone let me on this boat without a boat license and just said, good luck, <laughs> yeah, have fun, you know. Fantastic. And I thought that was, a, I came back from that thing just going, that was the highlight of a trip where I'd, you know, done the Eiffel Tower and God yeah. knows what else. Yeah. And I was like, this dinky little boat in Stockholm was, was my highlight. There's and I thought, I want to wanna, yeah. I wanna share that because getting on the water is bloody hard for a lot of people. Yeah. It's, it's expensive. You need to know someone. Or you've got to have, you know, plenty of cash to be able to get out and buy your own boat, that kind of thing and yeah, that was that was the motivator for me. They always say, they always make that joke of like you don't want to be the guy with the boat, you want to be friends with the guy with the boat. But you've like allowed people to just pay to have the boat for a little <laughs> yeah. while, yeah. just well, have the experience. The, the little disclaimer to that is unless it's tax deductible, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there buy you as go. many boats as you want, <laughs> have all the yeah. boats. <laughs> so did the boats come from Scandinavia? Like where do you get them from? Yeah, so originally we we did import them, and that had a that was a, a, a bucket load of drama. But yeah. um, it's it's like we had to order them twelve months before we wanted to put them on the water because that's how long it took. To, to get oh, them here wow. and, yeah. and to have them built and, and get here. So a few years ago, actually during COVID with all the supply chain stuff, we actually started working on with a couple of different boat builders in Australia and now they're built in us. For the last two years, That's we've cool. had them That's build, really built in Australia now too. So it's sort of gone from this tourism leisure thing just in Canberra with eight boats to having 80-odd boats across a bunch of cities and also manufacturing the boats now, which That's is... Very um, cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I get to get to play with some fun new toys in Queen- <laughs> Queensland, which visit the boat the boat factory and figure out how that's all that all works. Yeah, yeah not a lot of people get to go to the boat factory. Yeah. That's a very <laughs> very cool. Yeah. Well, for us, it was a little less scary because there is about a trillion podcasts that exist. But as you said, no one was driving boats out on there. Were you worried that there's sort of really no way to research whether or not people would come and do it? Was there like a fair amount of risk attached to being like, I hope this works. 
I am so risk averse. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, and all my friends are like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. It's like you've gone to Canberra to start a boat business. Yeah. Are you? Have you know? Have you? Like, what is wrong First with you? First Canberra, then yeah. Alice Springs. Yeah, like going to all the big boating capitals. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. People like people are mental. Like we go to the boat show last year up at Sanctuary Cove. And oh, where did you start this business? Yeah, was it on the harbour in Sydney? Yeah, no, 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 no. Have you heard of Lake Burley Griffin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so about three hours inland from Sydney. Is where I thought yeah, 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 these yeah. places need boats. Do you, Nick, do you? Where was the first business outside of Canberra? Where was the first location? Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne, I thought the, on the Yarra. Yarra was. Yeah, and how hard yeah. was that to work out? Because that you've got the difference, I guess, for Lake Burley Griffin is you've got, as you said, no one out there, not a lot of traffic. Yarra, you've got like all the river cats and all that stuff, and then now you're in Sydney. There's so much traffic there. Was was how, what was the regulations, the hurdles, all that? Um, well, look, being first mover on this kind of thing can yeah. actually be useful because people sort of. Uh, re- regulators sort of sometimes don't have all the the you know the lines of um, what you're allowed to yeah, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Trying to find yeah. A, a diplomatic way of saying um, it sort of sneaks in yeah, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but but you know we I think because I had spent some time working in in government and politics and that kind of thing before coming to Canberra and so understanding how to speak to government really was helpful. Yeah. yeah. But um. Uh, look, occasionally, you know, you do have do have issues. If if either of you are on TikTok, which I assume mm-hmm. you are, mm-hmm. you probably might have might have seen something with a rower down in um in yeah. Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, we, I didn't know if we were going to talk about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but but what what you what you haven't seen is the video where the rower actually goes right up the back of a go boat and lands in it. Like, oh, yeah. You know, there's there's like there's for, for every video uh, like that, there's there's the other side as well. So, but Did your but, phone sometimes just ringing you like so, so someone's done what? Yeah, hang what? on, yeah, like, how what have they? manage this what us like have you got these sorts of stories happening regularly no not regularly but when when they do happen like that that one on tiktok a couple of months ago it 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 went mental like yeah. it, it, my phone just blew up i was, I was yeah can you attest to uh any press is good press was just seeing it pop up constantly on tiktok or were you like god i really wish this would go away <laughs> Okay, no one listens to your podcast, right? Yeah, so I can yeah, tell yeah. you, I can tell you, I can tell you this. But I'm just, yeah. <laughs> you don't like having to deal with those things when they pop up. But but when we looked at the um, uh, you sort of your Google Analytics on the, the <laughs> website and the, and the, and then the transactions yeah. over that 24 hour period, um, uh, let, let's just say it it um it was a nice little Christmas bonus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because somebody's somebody's watched that TikTok and gone, well, clearly you don't need a boat license, yeah. so, so I can absolutely be a part of this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyone on this. Or I, I just I just want to take revenge on some rollers that I yeah. know. And just, I don't know. Do you? So you've got some stuff. We know this um, from having conversations with you. But can you reveal any sort of stuff that's coming soon? Because you guys are innovating a little bit with what you're doing. The product lines changing. Uh, some big things are on the way. Or are you keeping that under wraps? Kind of like a TikTok influencer. Just yeah. saying, big can, things, guys. Watch this space. We can say it's exciting and yeah. nothing yeah. else. Yeah. Well, um, the the. Boat production stuff taking up a lot of our bandwidth over the last yep. sort of two years, getting that right and, and onshoring that. But um, but definitely uh, feedback we've had over the years is some um, people who have a bit more experience with boats would like to still experience electric boating but go a little bit faster. Oh, yeah. So, okay. so um, uh, like a TikTok influencer, stay tuned for more. No, no actually, yeah, we've, so we've just we've actually just launched that in um, in Queensland and in um, uh, in Canberra as yep. well. We just took delivery of the boat um, last yeah, week, nice. so that's Go Boat Plus. If you've got a boat license, you can jump on that and um, go a little bit quicker. Yeah. Oh, it's I about like- three times. About three times as fast. Wow. Pretty good. That's, That's a, pretty good. A, it is yeah. good that you're accommodating a boat. Because, yeah. yeah, I think if you got on there, the boats are safe enough for people who literally have no idea. So if you had some idea, you're like, 
Yeah, well, there's a lot I'm of sure people. We, we, we sort of track this and, and have some data uh, about how many people come back and do yeah. Go Boat multiple times yeah. over and in different locations or even the same location. You know, I think so. What they, those people sort of say to us is, what do we step up to? Yeah. And yeah. so it's really important for us to have that now Something that we've been that around. Yeah, for, you know, in true. Canberra, we've been here for six years yeah. now. So what are we doing to sort of extend the life cycle of that? Um, now we're getting to like a business podcast, but yeah. it's yeah. like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, how, I, what I, can you give people as an incentive to come back and try something a little bit different that's yeah, still in the same vein? And, and the other thing we're doing too, I guess because the whole genesis of the, the, the idea of Go Boat for me was we sort of talked about before was to make the water accessible. Like yeah. I, it was never accessible yeah. to me on a boat yeah, you know, neither, as a kid yeah. or growing yeah. up or whatever. And so that was really revolutionary for me, being able to get on a boat and be an electric boat and, yeah. and just go out and tootle around and, and have a good time. Making the water accessible. To, a lot of people say to us, well, it's great. We can do this without a boat license, but my friend's got a boat and I'm never allowed yeah. to drive and that kind of thing. <laughs> so we're, um, <laughs> we're launching next month uh, a uh, Go Boat Academy, it's called. We're starting it in Queensland, yeah. and um, yeah, nice. it's, uh, you'll be able to get your boat license through Go Boat, wow. and we'll hopefully really extend cool. yeah, that yeah. Um, to other states as well. So that's the the next big project for this year. Yeah, awesome. awesome. So yeah, I don't awesome. know how boat licenses work, but you're not going <laughs> to be driving the Manly Ferry after only learning on a Go Boat. <laughs> no, yeah, like, no, no, no. It's still a, still a recreational <laughs> oh, yeah, boat right. license. Okay, so you're very good, there yeah. are there are limits. You're not out there on an oil tanker now <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, driving. You know, I also think you have to apply for that job. I don't think they just get out. You are here out in the car. Anyone got a license? Yeah. Who else wants to go? Yeah, I'm over this. I want to go get a beer. Well, Nick, mate, thank you so much for coming on board with us, mind the pun. Uh, we really, really <laughs> appreciate it. Come on, have you got a new one? Pun, you yeah. need a new one. This We've had five lazy. minutes. Mate, think we would have been lost yeah. to sea without your support. Awful. Thank you so much to you and Liam, the whole team at Go Boat. It's been amazing and we can't wait to be uh, be a part of the next chapter when you uh, bring Go Boat Plus. Obviously, we have to get you out on that. Oh, yeah. We need a license first but no that's up it's been really awesome to oh, be on board yeah I was, I was thinking so hard about one and then i was that's the closest i got to one i, was like, I guess i could say awesome and watched it swept out from underneath me i have nothing you don't pay the ferryman but you don't pay the podcast host until he can come up with a good good pun what so are you doing you're yeah. getting worse and worse <laughs> all righty time for us to wrap things up here on the podcast today thank you so much for listening i will say that our live stream the first ever one is still available to go and watch on our youtube channel channel uh ned mm-hmm. today's go boat 200 voucher will be given away on our instagram so keep checking that if you haven't already you may see what we're going to be doing to give it away you do not want to miss out on it we've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up this week on the Ooh, show yeah. um could we tell you about it sure are we going to no because no then because you won't you won't come back also it gives us no flexibility yeah. because a lot of the things that we plan for today we'll not see tomorrow yeah that's true and a lot of the <laughs> things that I'm pretending we've planned we in fact have not yet planned so <laughs> I was going to say I can't wait to see this fully planned speak show to you tomorrow. tomorrow it's going to be good fun <laughs> so, yeah. well that was the Ned and Josh podcast make sure to find the boys on socials just search at Ned and Josh